This podcast is sponsored by valleygivesback.org. Love your local nonprofits and build a better community with a gift that costs you nothing today. Name a Valley nonprofit in your estate plan and create a legacy that tells future generations what matter to you. With a plan gift, you have the power to impact the Valley forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Your action will inspire others to make a difference in their own way. Remember the Valley. Ask your accountant, financial planner, or attorney about plan giving options. Plan now. Give later. Impact tomorrow. Learn more at valleygivesback.org. For hundreds of years we've brought you the news. For the info we gave you the clues. Owners, profits, we're always sky high. Changing market now threatens our lives. Post literation, critical reading, dumb down nation, signs of inbreeding. TV sucking ideas from our head. Public discourse, just about dead. We'll ride the dinosaur. Yeah, right. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three. He's on the line, yeah. All right. Adam. All right. What? Blanket. All right. I got to put the blanket in the dryer. Sorry about that, Chris. I know you probably haven't eaten dinner, but. Uh... That's cooking now as I speak. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Naval Gazing, the Valley Indie Podcast. My name is Eugene Driscoll of valleyindy.org. Today, I'm going to try something different. I think I've tried this once or twice in the past, and usually it's just me, and it's lame and boring and pathetic and self-centered, but it is called navel-gazing, so you've been warned. But for this episode of navel-gazing, I'm going to try again to do commenting on the commentators. This is a, it's not a bit, it's a segment that New Haven Radio does, New Haven Independent Radio, WNHH 103.5 LPFM over there in New Haven. Paul Bass has a guy come in, a reader, a longtime, I guess, reader of the New Haven Independent, and they talk about what people are talking about on the website. So, without further ado, my guest for sort of the inaugural episode of commenting on the Commentators Valley Indie Edition is Christopher Bowen, a member of the Seymour Board of Selectmen. Hello, Chris. Hello, Eugene. Glad to be a part of this. Yeah, so before we begin, uh, I noticed I didn't get a chance to read it, but you put on Facebook the agenda packet for, is it tomorrow night's Board of Selectmen meeting? Yes, on my Facebook, uh, Bone for Seymour, my political page, I put the entire 50, and what I'll be doing every every meeting, we meet every other week, is whenever we get a packet, I'm going to put it online. It's not privileged information. It's nothing that we've talked about in executive session. And the number of people who requested this information, it's basically two. Um, <laughs> hey, but hey, that's that says something. That three, it... Like you, Ethan, and one other person in town requested this information. So you know what? It's good enough for me. Upload it all and let the people determine what we're going to talk about so that if something does strike someone's fancy – they can talk about it. And by strike someone's fancy, I mean, we're dealing with their, we're dealing with town finances. We're dealing with things that we're going to vote on. Um, you know, sometimes thousand dollar, thousand dollar outlays. These are the kind of things that people should be notified about before 
we go to vote. Yeah, it's great. I typ- I, I, I'm sorry. I go typically ahead. get I typically get the packets on Friday. We all get we all get them at the same time. I didn't get it because of um, I can't access my town email right now, so I had to ask Kurt to send it. But typically, I get it on Friday. Usually by Saturday, I try to have it uploaded. And for anybody who and doesn't I, who doesn't know, this is you know every time there's a board of selectmen meeting or board of aldermen meeting or whatever uh, legislative branch you have running your town, whatever they call it. They have an agenda that they talk about, and everyone looks at the agenda and has items of discussion. And what's great is these agenda packets give the public a little bit more, because a lot of times as somebody who spends a decent amount of time at government meetings, local government meetings, you don't really have the context of the conversation. Sometimes people are referencing uh, letters or documents, and you have no idea. They might as well be speaking another language. It's often very much like joining a conversation, uh, a complicated conversation that's already started five minutes ago. Uh, so kudos to you for doing that. My push uh, that's happening uh, nowhere other than like Valley Indie Twitter and this podcast, I would love to see more towns put their meetings online, stream them live. Uh, we do. Uh, see, I think Seymour CT is it, but our board of selectmen meetings are all not streamed, but they're put up a day later. They're put up on YouTube and uh, or is it YouTube? Yeah, yeah, I see them on YouTube. Definitely YouTube. And I they don't play know about them on. Else. They play them on Comcast Channel Ten, and you can also also get them on the Comcast Channel Ten uh, webpage. But yeah, not just. I mean, I, I grew up in Somers, New York, which is now I couldn't afford to live there in a thousand years now. But growing up, it was sort of blue collarish. Uh, yeah. But they had their meetings online, not online, I'm sorry. They had them on local access cable in the 80s. I remember sitting when I was in high school in 1987 or so uh, covering one of these meetings. I, I got to write the uh, the teleprompter type thing, whatever it is, and I accidentally inserted a giant green arrow over like the town supervisor. So to me, that was very funny. But it just, nice. it, it, it's just it's sort of amazing to me that it's 2020 and the majority of towns that the Valley Indy covers doesn't stream their meetings, and most don't put them on on local access. I mean, maybe you'll, you know, Board of Selectmen of Ansonia has started to do it. That's within the last uh, uh, decade. Seymour uh, Board of Selectmen, but no Shelton, no Derby. And I know every time I stream one of those meetings on Facebook, they get a billion views. So in this age where we're trying to get be transparent and put agenda packets out there and combat misinformation as traditional media dies and guys like me hang on by a thread, start streaming the meetings. Yeah. All right. That's, hey, that's I'd all love I got. To, honestly, I want to stream every elected board. I don't think it's necessary for the commissions, but every elected board really should have meetings either streamed or archived. Um, I know Kurt's talked about that as a goal as well. It's just a matter of the logistics. Yeah, and I don't know what Right other... now, I think I think our town YouTube has selectmen and planning and zoning. Oh, there's planning and zoning? I didn't know that. Wow. I got to go check that out because that's often a hotbed I think of they, they, uh, issues they in any town. I think they started putting the planning and zoning meetings up, which is big with the Smith Street application going through. That is affordable housing application that's taking place up there? Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, so so that's with the those town. meetings, it's very, very good to have those um, available. Yeah. That, that and is also, awesome. I want to I call out Molly McCool. Uh, she's the new person, one of the new assistants at Town Hall. Uh, she started writing up the minutes. They are so detailed and so good 
that you get everything that happened at the meeting. There's no guesswork. There's no, oh, this happened and this happened and they voted on this. It is this person said this, this person said that. Molly McCool is incredible, and thank goodness Kurt hired her. Yeah, that's good to hear. That is a tough job, uh, being a minute taker, one of those municipal meetings. I mean, sometimes I come out of the meeting and my head is spinning as I try to make sense of it and relay it back in a way that people can understand. So hats off to yeah. the people that, that do that. Uh, all right, so so that's transparency. Uh, Chris Bowen for Seymour has the agenda packets for the uh, town four. of Seymour. What would you say? Number four. Number four. What I you, also— What do you mean number four? Bowen, number four, Seymour. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. I was like, wait a second. What That's you all right. You got a list no, of demands? Um, I'm, and I'm going to, I'm going to, no, I'm, I'm also going to plug myself a little bit here because I'm a politician and that's what I do now. Oh, all um, right, Mayor Koch, go for it. <laughs> um, I also, I ran on a ticket of transparency and I've been trying to live up to that as best I can. I put up a schedule of all the meetings that I'm going to be attending that week uh, on my, yeah, every weekend. So that people know where I'm going, it's going to be okay. Border selectmen, this you know, this week I've got border selectmen and the American Legion. Anything that I do that has to relate to the town goes on that schedule. Oh, that's very cool too. Yeah, I did. I noticed that. That's how I knew you were going to the uh, CCM workshop last Saturday, right? Or was that this Saturday? Was that this past weekend? It was, was this. No, not this past week. weekend. Last weekend. I hope you had a good time. Yeah, that was uh, dedicating a day. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. They were on a great. They run a really informative session, especially on FOA. They're oh, that's FOA. awesome. Good for yeah. you. All and right. So commenting on the commentators. So I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna preface this by saying I haven't read I, I pretty much stopped reading comments at this point. So a lot of this is gonna be fresh to me. Okay. That's interesting because I had sort of a existential crisis last week. This all it was all about the fifteenth. There were a couple of Facebook posts on Valley Indie. Uh, Facebook. That's Facebook.com Valley Independent Sentinel that sort of made me question, why do I even have comments? You know, like I, I thought at one point the New Haven Independent in the spirit of promoting uh, civic engagement and sort of uh, uh, encouraging people to be civil, they turned off yeah. comments on their website for about a week. And of course, it's New Haven Independent, they're very fancy. Anything they do gets in the New York Times. You know what I mean? They're just like, whatever. Well, I'm like the, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm shoved in the trunk. But I did think, like, I would like to turn off the comments on the Facebook page and just give everybody, like, a breather uh, because the comments I thought, in my opinion, and I know I'm not supposed to express opinion, but I'm not talking about a particular news uh, story that I'm covering. I'm talking about the reaction to things that, uh, uh, the reaction to the reaction, I guess. So, but yeah. Facebook, I can't even kill the comments if I wanted to. Facebook, and I thought this was possible at one point for a business page, you can't turn off comments. You there's Facebook's no there's no option management. to do that. Facebook's page management really is annoying me. I'm not gonna lie. You can't turn off comments. Not that I would on mine, but I also notice little things like if I'm posting from my phone, I can't include a link and have it show up as a preview. It'll just show up as a rope link okay and i looked into the reasons for that and the reasons are you know misinformation campaigns let you you know try to edit the metadata of a website and misdirect so we just killed it all together and i'm like that stinks i gotta if i have to post something i have to wait until i that... get home because i can't get to facebook from work i have to wait until i get home at eight o'clock at night transfer everything from my phone or wherever else or if you know if i have it on my work laptop transfer it from there i have to log into work 
and you know it's like a four-step process just to update my page that's interesting i find that a lot like when uh, on youtube you know valley indy we started to put a lot of videos on youtube and you know maybe you get a thousand views on a video and we did have some of them there you know there's the monet monetization option on youtube and i think in 11 years we made like literally 10 cents because you know you have to have like a million views to actually start making yeah, money it's, but it's then like a 9, view. one of the pauls whichever one it was did that where he he had photographed or videotaped a uh, a, a dead body from a distance and so they did all these oh, changes uh, a year or two ago or three years ago and uh, basically it what no, we weren't getting any money, but our potential to get any money from uh, YouTube from people watching our videos was just gone. It was over. There was no. It's just funny how they they make these big corporate decisions, and it really does hurt, you know, the little guy. And I feel like that with Facebook too. You have more you have more control over a community page. Community pages can turn off comments on an individual post. Uh, they have much greater control over the content. They can prevent people from posting and. A, a, a regular Facebook business page has none of that, and it just drives me nuts. Because last week, there was one story I wrote in particular, and I'll just, I'm, I was going to say I'll get right to it, but it's been 12 minutes. We've been babbling, and we haven't gotten to the, the topic of the podcast. Welcome to my world. That's, you know, I'm, yeah. I, I talk too much. But I did hey, a story. We're winging it. Uh, yeah, right. There's, yeah, there's no script here. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't matter that you didn't read all the comments because I can sort of summarize them because a lot of them got repetitive, which is another thing. I want to, there should be a point where I can just, Turn off the comment. People have said the same thing a hundred times. I think there's a mm -hmm. there's a point you should be able to turn off. But anyway, uh, I was at an Ansonia Board of Aldermen meeting last uh, Tuesday, I think, and they did a lot. It was my first meeting that I was able to attend in a very long time in Ansonia, probably since their their budget process because you know, of kids and uh, uh, you know getting the kids from school and my wife's work schedule, new job, and all that good stuff. But I counted at the end of the meeting. There were at least seven stories I was going to write out of that meeting, and I wrote two immediately, sort of the ones that I had looked at the agenda beforehand and, and uh, read the agenda packet and got the basic source material out of that and went to the meeting just to see how it would be handled. And one of them was Diane Stroman wrote a letter to the mayor of Ansonia. It was included in the agenda packet suggesting that perhaps Ansonia use gender-neutral titles for the board of aldermen, and usually that is... Uh, you'd have to go through a charter change process and officially change the name. She had suggested it go from the Board of Aldermen to the Board of Alders. And she said it would weigh, it would weigh and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, it's a way to be more inclusive as a city. Okay, now, things like this are happening all over. I didn't think, I knew there would be some reaction. Uh, but at the meeting, it really wasn't, it was brought up for a second. It was noted. John Marini said, well, one option if you choose is to form a charter uh, revision commission and they'd have to put it on there and ultimately if they ever wanted to do this it would require the the vote of the people i noted in the story that some other towns have done this uh some some towns have voted it down but anyway long story short the comments were just i i, I don't think i've ever had to delete so many comments in a single thread and it just became, I mean, when somebody gets on there, if you get on, I mean, everyone's, I'm all for free speech, of course. But if you just get on there and you're just calling somebody a jerk, I, I just don't feel the need uh, or I don't feel compelled uh, in the, to, to keep that on my page, which is also a business. So yeah. there was a lot of that. I don't know, Chris, did you notice the reactions to that particular post? So what I did was I saw the post when it went up. And then like a half hour later, it was like 84 comments. And I'm like, oh, God, 
Now what? And I think at that when you start seeing on something like that that has something to do with what I call culture war politics, not that Diane Stroman was even thinking culture war. She was just thinking, you know, my, a very, very, very minor equality issue. Um, anytime you see that many comments in that short of time, you know it's bad. And I hit the comments and just like, yeah, I'm noping out of this. Yeah, and it wasn't even like I mean I'm I'm fine with people uh, disagreeing. That's that's as American as apple pie. Sorry to use that cliche, but I don't understand why people have to get to name calling so quickly when your your not first, only that your first post off the top just says f this and f that and f you and f you and the horse you yeah. rode in. I'm like, whoa, this is stupid. Whoa. This is dumb. You're dumb. And here's the thing. I'm gonna couple things I, I i noticed a couple trends i didn't read too many of the comments because you know i i take pills to not be depressed i don't you know i'm trying to help that but it, yeah, and you know that's yeah it, <laughs> it, i i'm with you there and so it's like well oh so this is what the government no one cares no one cares a hundred people said no one cares you oh. cared enough to make a comment on this issue to say no one cares that's a lot of effort. You know, you have to go into the thing. And here's the thing. You say you noted in the article. Do you remember when you wrote the article about parking meters? Yes, with interviewing you about potential for parking meters downtown Seymour. Yeah. And, about you know, six or I seven months it's ago. Just, it's one of the many things on our mind, and everyone lost their minds. They lost their minds in the comments, and one of the local store owners actually said, because she – is used to not getting a good response from government, she lost sleep over it for a week. And this was something where it's like, I got some of the feedback and it's like, okay, that issue, not even, not even a consideration anymore. But a lot of the people who commented on the story, I'm willing to bet they didn't read it. Yeah. Cause there is. That. So when you say you noted it in the story, you already lost. That is, yeah. What well, and it's, a, it's there is this whole pattern. Earlier in the day, I think, or maybe it was the day before, January fifteenth, I had posted a link to either the CT Mirror or CT News Junkie about that congressman that is somehow, or I'm sorry, the candidate, the landscaper from Simsbury, who is caught up now in the whole Trump impeachment Ukraine uh, issues. Uh, That's yeah. right. Uh, so I saw that all the comments there, I posted it, and I'm like, oh, I kind of braced myself. I tend not to post national issues, but it was just too juicy. I'm sorry. It's such a it's such a story that well, I, a, I, I couldn't that, help myself. It's got everything. That's a hanging curve. you got to post that. But so I, I thought there would be a lot of people saying, whatever, liberal jerk, liberal media, you get kind of those responses right away. But actually what happened was all people who were just like, Trump's no good. Trump's no good. And then later in the day, the gender neutral story was the opposite. It was like two sides or two extreme ends of the political, not extreme ends, that's not right. The left and the right had both, uh, uh, were both commenting exclusively on each post. And that's just, I think that comes down to Facebook being the closed system. And we see when our friend comments on a page, we see that. Maybe we get that notification. And then we yep. go in there and you have those thought bubbles. So there was two exclusive thought bubbles is what I'm trying to say without judging the, the right or wrong of either or my opinion on either. You see that on Facebook and how it sort of becomes rabid. And that post, the gender neutral one, just went, it, it kind of went off the rails. And it did made me think, I get that people were triggered or angry i understand that but it was one upsmanship yeah and it, it, i see just, it in the, i see it in, you know where i see it in the community pages the, and the more people disagree the more entrenched they become in their opposite positions 
it's, it's not even when they disagree. You know when I see it the worst? When a certain number of people agree and what ends up happening, like, especially if it has something to do with a parenting issue, oh, everybody just dogpiles. And nobody can just go in and say, yeah, I kind of agree with that person. It has to get worse, and it has to get worse. You have to make sure that your comment gets the most likes and your comment gets the most feedback or whatever currency the social media network you're on has until finally poor Brittany has to go and delete the whole post and say, all right, everybody out of the pool. Enough. Yeah. And I, 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 I am jealous of the community pages because they have at least the power to do that. I try to get in there and say, hey, just keep in mind, these are our neighbors. Uh, you know, a That's lot of times we'll have we have crime stories. If I if I post if something I about call... a crime stuff, the people, the victims of the crime or, or the victims of the arrest, they're, they're commenting in the story. These are your neighbors. And we see That's sometimes just it. we forget that. We, we, I think we do, because if I go on to a comment site for um, CNN, let's just say CNN, and I say, you know, hey, Liberty Liberty, you're, you're a no good fuddy-duddy, you know, who cares? That's going into the ether. If I call so-and-so who's using their real name on Facebook, uh, Liberty Liberty, or a no good fuddy-duddy, I might see that person at the supermarket. And that's what I don't think, I think we kind of forget that when people comment on these yeah. stories they just fire yeah. off the first thing that comes to mind and that's it and they're and done they're done because a lot of times i'll re i can respond to you or i'll delete one if it's just i mean another thing i'm trying to do in 2020 a lot of times the, the comment threads can go off the rails on tangents and i think uh in this age of misinformation and post-truth and everything's a lie and don't trust anybody i've started to just get rid if you go off on a tangent you go put that on your own page i've started to because then it becomes a whole fight about something that the, the I'm, I have a post leading, you know, it's about a, a, a Girl Scout selling cookies. What does uh, Trump Bush have to do with it? So I just started to delete those as well. And just the one of the common themes of the comments under the uh, is it time to drop the man in Ansonia Alderman? That was the story to which I linked. A bunch of people said, well, I can't believe this is a priority. I can't believe this is what politicians are concentrating on there a lot of this a lot of comments were like that and i promise you we can multitask but that is and also and i don't know you know it, it kind of changes the way you write and, and publish a story because then i started to think what did i do wrong here this is a, this is the story was very brief but i mean i wrote the big why story that i published last week that was also out of that meeting i wrote a when, story about how they I'm, filled I'm two cut, vacancies i'm sorry to cut you off do you have to go uh, okay uh, no, no, I'm no. I would. I was. I just wanted to cut you off and go back to this point before I forgot it. Yeah. Going back to your story. Here's the thing. Your story on our conversation when we were talking about. Because um, you called me that night and asked me questions about it, and the story was really good. I had no objections to the story whatsoever. I was never misquoted. I was never, you know, even misattributed. It was a factual story, and it's still everybody. You know, the reaction was still visceral. And I'm not sure what you can do to change that other than just put in the headline, you know, it's like, is it time to remove the man in Alderman? And then just put in bold quotes, please read the damn article. Yeah, one person pointed out that my, my the headline was uh, got people riled. And I just, you know, I just, I like I, I, it is a headline I meant, I wanted, I wanted to draw people into the story. I also specifically didn't want to use the term uh, gender neutral in a headline because I thought that would just make people uh, not read the story and just immediately share their first thought on the term uh, gender 
neutral. But one of the, the one of the other things, yes, they said, okay, why are they concentrating on this? And and it's just they're not concentrating on. It was just a letter in an agenda packet, as the story noted. I didn't try. I didn't put on the on the front of the Valley India. I mean, it was on under extra extra. But this wasn't a seventy inch story. I tried to note that other towns have been doing this and considering this all over the country it's not exactly uh new news the other thing uh, i'm reading this one comment somebody said oh please if she didn't like it why did she run i, I that that comment was said a lot if you knew the term was alderman why well maybe i mean people run to maybe. affect change nobody maybe. runs runs for office saying i want the status quo everything has to stay as is that's not why people run for local office or any office so yes it was a dastardly plot to run for a volunteer position to uh i don't know be triggered it doesn't make sense these are volunteer positions right i'm not giving up yeah, two and- tuesdays a month not to mention the other time, the other events I got to go to, the time I spend reading the packets. You know, I was, I, I was working down here yesterday for three hours just reviewing everything in that packet. And I don't do that because of some vast liberal conspiracy to change gender pronouns. I right. do it because I love my town and I want to make it a better place. Yeah, and that was one thing. The other thing that sort of it, – this also bothered me on a personal story as someone who's interviewed Diane Stroman – a bunch of times over the years. I mean, I tried to note in the article, this is Diane Stroman. Yes, she's a new uh, politician. She was a, uh, you know, uh, in Team Inc. She was the vice president. I might get that. I might have the title wrong. But she was a, a high-ranking person in Team Inc. in Derby, a community action agency, for, I think, 30 years. She yeah. is. She has in, been involved in every single community service outlet in the Naugatuck Valley that you can be involved in. She has won every civic award for her commitment and community service that you can win in the Naugatuck Valley. Yes. The board of aldermen for Diane Stroman is a step down. <laughs> She's, I mean, I thought, I, so it was also frustrating to see people, well, we have this, they would throw out a given topic, and I was thinking to myself, uh, Diane Stroman was on a committee that created the, you know, she has tackled that before she was a politician. These obviously- Not only that, but here's the thing I've learned. Online, you're not going to get any real discussion. That's why I stopped reading the comments. That's why, for the most part, stopped making them. Yeah. You're not going to get anything out of it. I got things, I did okay, reasonably okay in my election because I was knocking a bunch of doors. Right. And just talking to people. And I had some long conversations, and not all of them were pleasant. Not all of them were the kind of conversation where you go away smiling. You know, there were a couple contentious con- there were a couple contentious talks, you know, you know, where the language is flying and all that. But the fact of the matter is I still talk to them. Yeah. And at the end of that, at the end of that face-to-face conversation where you sit down with the person, and even if you call each other a couple names that I can't say on navel gazing. At the end of that day, there's a mutual respect gain there that you don't get online because it's just into the void. Yeah, I'm just looking at one comment I, I, I hid. I don't know if I ban the person. A lot of times I'll ban a person if it's your first comment you've ever made. You just liked our page, and then you just drop an F-bomb in the first comment. Who needs that? I mean, <laughs> you're yeah. essentially – I mean, at that point, to me, you're marked you're by the number of the beast in the omen. You know, like you're you're, you're not here to read detailed analysis about zoning. And this comment was just – Effing more ridiculous bullcrap. Just another pathetic attention grab. Just do your job and do it well. That's more important. I get the sentiment, but it doesn't apply here. It doesn't apply Diane here. Stroman does uh, her job so very well. 
Uh, anyway, so that's that. And I'm not really saying neither here nor there, but I just wish people would disagree in, in, a, in a more civil way. And I know I'm being Pollyanna. Uh, you know, I don't think it's going to happen online. No, yeah, and that, that's sort it's of just what's... Too easy to go, it's just too easy to go off the deep end. That's sort of the sobering uh, realization I had last week. I was so depressed uh, after... I can't turn these comments off. I can't. It's just I have to, and I get notified every time. So that's 150 comments. Me, you know, oh, it reached almost oh, 7,000 people. It's kind of like, oh, come on. I just want to. I, 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 I blocked all notifications on my social media unless it's my personal page or my political page. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want my. I used to have Twitter vibrate every time I got a mention. Oh, that had to go away. See, I, I have that as well. Uh, no, no, no. I had to make that go away. I'm paranoid because I used to. I used to be the, uh, they called it the online editor for the News Times of Danbury, Connecticut in like 2000, late 2005, 2006, where they had just discovered that there's a thing called the website. Newspapers were really, really late to the game. So we had unfiltered comments, you know, and uh, oh, I remember I was away. I don't know. I was, I was like in Niagara Falls or something, and somebody took it upon themselves to write every racist term you could think of just on every story, hundreds of them. And oh, uh, I'm away. I had no chance. I had no way to get to it. I'm calling people. It was just a nightmare. So that I have, I have like a, a disorder remembering that. So I, I'm, I have to read. I read every single uh, comment that's on the Valley Indie Facebook because I'm always worried that's going to happen somehow. But the other, the other thing, the other uh, thread. So that was uh, the gender neutral story. The reaction to that. Yep. Uh, I mean, the other story. Actually, Chris, you triggered me. With one of your comments, Mister. Dude, Idol. I'm not gonna lie. I was pissed at you that day. <laughs> <laughs> I know we haven't I had. Was, I, I was mean, pissed. I had to talk myself out of making that go farther, or else I would have set off your spit. I would have set off I, your filter. You know what, though? I apologize. Like, I almost texted you, like you, you, you funny duddy. <laughs> well, you could always do that, because yeah, I guess I, I got. I got obnoxious, but it's like you deal with these comments all day, and there were three things happening on one day that I was just, I was just uh, done. But okay, so it was a story about Oxford Brewery. I, I linked to a, a Connecticut Post story. Oxford Brewery. This is the headline: settles for 225k in Trooper DWI crash. And so the yes. fir- the first comment was "Hold up" by Mr. Christopher Bowen. Hold up. State trooper goes to a brewery in a company car, gets hammered, drives off, slams into two civilians, and the brewery has to pay. Yes, now, and I am well aware of Bram laws. Yeah, they're I the not- first. They're the, that's might be the first of many that'll have to pay. That was my only. That was my initial because that set off. <laughs> I'm looking at it, that was five days ago. And there's eleven replies off the deep end at that point. Well, what we started a fight about was when uh, uh, I had linked, because I, I realized that people weren't aware of the Dram Act. Not that you weren't, but clearly people were not aware of the Dram Act. Uh, and some, right. of the, some of the comments in that thread were like, oh, somebody wanted a payment right away. It happened so quickly. And no, that's actually how the, 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 the law works. You have to make your claim within something like 120 days. Nancy that's Marini. There's a, stat, there's a statute of limitations on this. Yeah, Nancy Marini actually explained it uh, uh, very concisely. Yeah, in a in a post. So I was grateful for that. Uh, but you had said something, Chris. We argued over the police. You you said something like, "I don't have it right in front of me." I, I remember look. what it was. Okay, go I ahead. Go ahead. Said, I'm these bartenders. Do you really expect these bartenders who are working in a brewery? They got a party full of hammered cops. You gonna cut off a cop? Yeah. In a sea of cops, are you gonna be the one to cut off that cop? And then have a bunch of cops come back at you, and you know, probably good nature. Because let me tell you something, I've been, I've gone drinking with a lot of cops in my day, and 
they're fun dudes, but they get hammered just like the rest of us. That was the ultimate point I was trying to make. It's like, whether you're a cop or whether you're cleaning up the toilets that the cops go in, at the end of the day, alcohol removes your inhibitions. Yeah, I guess. And then my and point there, was. You I, have to acknowledge that there's that social pressure, that additional, not even peer pressure, it's a social pressure to take care of law enforcement. And it's generally a positive thing, but it can be warped. Yeah, and that I, was. I don't remember when even I was. Yeah, I guess that I didn't. You know what? I as <laughs> here's, I was here's the problem. To to that point, here's but the then problem. You said I was, then you basically called me an a hole, and it was sorry. like, all right, you know I'm what? Because now we're talking about it. Now we're talking about it. I see that. Okay, I I thought you, you were saying something like the way I read it, uh, misinterpreted it, was that, and I apologize. Uh, I thought you were saying, well, you know, I, I'm more likely, uh, you know, if a cop, I'm not going to cut off a cop because he's a cop because he could like pull me over later and, uh, you know, tase me or something like that. And I, my thought, well, my, I my, my immediate thought was, I don't know, man, I used to hang out at Overhill up in Derby and I, you know, there was one time I got, I had to get a ride home from the police because something that happened in the bar and they were like, look, you're talking to us. I was a witness to a crime and they're like, they gave me a ride home. So yep. my thing is like I'm much I would be much if in this I'm you know this is totally uh, uh, fancy. We also or, come or, from different worlds. We also come from different worlds here. Right. Yeah. My my brother and father are are, are, are police officers, and I kind of come from that. Uh, my my brother's retired. My father still is a police officer after like literally fifty years. But right. yeah, I mean, it was always like if I got in trouble. People always used to be like, oh, your dad was the police chief. I guess you get away with anything. It's like, no, man, I can't do anything. I can't do anything. No, it's worse. Because it's family shame you bring into that. So whereas you come come from a family of cops, I'm a card-carrying member of the ACLU. And a criminal. You're a criminal, you're saying. You you associate with criminals. Well, that too. But – you know, that's that's out of context. Don't use that in a mailer against right. me. We can't even, yeah, we can't even joke like this anymore. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's never gonna change. But no, well, the thing is, you know, I don't I generally have an anti authority streak. I don't even like my own authority. <laughs> I don't like one of the reasons I ran for office was basically so I could get into government and leave you alone. So you who come from a family of cops me who come from you know f the man those two clash occasionally Hmm. now the difference is online some of that context is lost right whereas if we're sitting around a bar stool somewhere and if one of us says something the other one is offended by the other one can just get you know what you know you fuddy-duddy and go from there this podcast is sponsored by valleygivesback.org Love your local nonprofits and build a better community with a gift that costs you nothing today. Name a Valley nonprofit in your estate plan and create a legacy that tells future generations what matter to you. With a planned gift, you have the power to impact the Valley forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Your action will inspire others to make a difference in their own way. Remember the Valley. Ask your accountant, financial planner, or attorney about plan giving options. Plan now. Give later, impact tomorrow. Learn more at valleygivesback.org. Yeah, and that's other, really what happened. The other thing that happened in that thread, because you know what, I don't even remember. I remember I was being snarky. I was being, I was being a jerk, which comes across as unprofessional. Uh, which I think, you know, I. I also think, well, in truth, and this is a great compliment to you and to how long we've well we've gotten along over eleven years. 
I think you were more of a jerk because it was me and because we know each other well. Right. I figured, yeah, you and I can be jerks to each we other. We can be jerks to each other. Although it sort of has a, one person. Maybe not in public. Right. Yeah, that might have been it might have been my bad. But I have apologized. Have you accepted my apology? Oh, of course. All right, 100%. Good. I there apologize was, for being a jerk, too. I'm there was always one, a jerk. There was one person who got in there. I think I had said something like, Maybe I use the, the the term "ama" I M M A or something. I use or I don't know. I use some slang in my uh, in, in my writing, and this person was like, "Can we at least have a grammatically correct uh, conversation?" Something like that, uh, yeah. sort of alluding to my uh, use of slang, and, and that <laughs> that that really got me mad because I'm like, yeah. "Hey, man, I'm using my voice as a writer to say to express myself in a certain way, and the way I was using that slang was because I was trying to throw a passive aggressive shade at Bowen." by you know not even using correct language trying to be dismissive so there was a point to it and then i was getting into a, i was getting to a fight well, with that guy so then that, that was my sunday be, everybody wants you to be real until you say something that they don't like then it's like oh why don't you consider your station i go through it too <laughs> that is true that is you know how many true. times i've been told I, I, you know how many times i've been told you have to be you know you have to be careful what you say as a selectman and i'm like yeah okay sure that and then is, I get pulled aside by the serious politicians, and they're like, "No, really. Here's how I would have exposed. Here's how I would have exploited this." Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I get a like, lot of when people don't if they if I put on something they don't like or I express myself in a way they don't. They, they always try to like sort of clamp down on you. Well, you have to be blah blah blah. And I'm okay. Well, okay. The good thing about Seymour is I'm learning that I like a lot of the people that I deal with. I mean, I asked you know I asked all the selectmen for you know just some time to sit down get some coffee whatever let's just get to know each other a little better some couldn't do it because they had work others you know had a thing you know some did and it was great we had a great conversation kurt took three hours with me (laughs) and a lot of the things that we talked about i'm not going to talk about specifics but a lot of the things that we talked about had nothing really to do with politics they were all just you know advice on how to be a politician how to be a public figure you know say this maybe don't say that definitely don't say that you know things like that yeah, it is interesting. You can see it in certain politicians, and I'm thinking of Miller. I'm thinking of uh, in Danbury, Mark Boughton. When uh, you know, like, you I write like, a story you know about them, they yeah. never take. They understand it's it's a it's it's never personal. And if the if if I publish something that they don't like or they feel is unfair, they have they can come to me and and talk to me about it, and I'm more likely to. To listen because oh okay this we've had real conversation. I remember Mark Bowen, He he said to me once in his uh, his office. He's like, look, you know, uh, partly because of me. Whenever somebody Google's my name, it gets that uh, you know I'm a racist because he had this whole thing with uh, uh, illegal immigrants in Danbury. Like, I remember that huge thing in like oh three two thousand two, and uh, I was one of the Danbury reporters at the time. So it made me think like oh like when he he put it bluntly like that, it. Uh, uh, you know, it, it, you, people are human. We're all human. So, and that's and I think Seymour realizes that. That's why I don't think there's as much insane uh, infighting that you might see we, in another town. But we we've said that a thousand good. times. You do, yeah, you do it at what behind, uh, bo- yeah. like at the bar afterward. So I got to crack this somehow. What? No, all we do, we have disagreements sometimes. We'll fight and we'll fight over it. But then when it's done and the vote's been cast, win or lose, it's over. So that's that. Yeah, that's it's good. over. There's no backbiting and there's no mudslinging after the fact. Maybe with a couple of exceptions, but for the most part, I like our political environment. I want not one time has my political party been mentioned 
since I got elected. It's not a consideration. It just is. It's yeah. not. I was going back, Chris. To nobody the, really. Uh... And you know what? I love working with Kurt. Use that against me in a couple of years. Um, some people might be mad about me saying that, but Kurt's great to work with. We're going to have some disagreements over time, and that's fine. He, I think he's honest. I think he's you know sincere, and that's all I want. The only thing I want out of a politician is pass a character test. If I think your character is worth something, I don't care what side of the political divide you're on. I'll work with it. I'm looking of as you're doing all the kumbaya stuff. I've just found my comment that I uh, <laughs> I tagged you in in that. You're just bringing post. it back, aren't you? I, was, I just you know what it was right in front of me. I said uh, something. I don't know what you had said, but I said that's like saying, "Oh my God, I'm too scared to cut off postal workers." And then I said, "The oh man, I insulted you. I'm so sorry. I that's called you I simple. Pissed. Oh man, the first I was, one, a I was jerk. like, okay, that's kind of nothing to do with it. And then you then you said that second one. I'm like, he's having a bad day." I'm going to curse this guy out. I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to get off Facebook. Yeah, what's great about you, Chris, I'm really uh, impressed. I think, like, if that happened in 2009, you probably would have sent me anthrax or something. You would have been all, you would have lit up that page. I would have lit the page up. (laughs) And I'll tell you right now, that little little angel on my shoulder telling me, remember, you're a selectman, that kind of backed me out a little bit. It's like the last thing I want to talk about. At the next meeting is why I was a jerk to the guy in the Valley Indy page. Yeah, why, why you were arguing with the blabbermouth uh, yeah, who doesn't show exactly. up for the meetings. Uh, so the other thing I just wanted to quickly touch upon was uh, – it was also from last week. And I'm, I'm choosing these because these were our hot-button, most-commented Facebook posts from uh, last week. Uh, I, you know, I don't have it in front of me, but – so I'm sitting here, whatever, I'm doing work. I don't know. You know, it's been a very busy – news uh, weeks in in the mm. Naugatuck Valley. I mean, we all know just there's been a lot going on, a lot of serious stories, a lot of uh, yeah. just, uh, you know, it, stuff's been happening. So in the middle of all this, I keep getting knocks on my door from a guy trying to sell me solar panels. <laughs> so, Which is funny because I got my solar panels from them. Hey, I, and I'm not going to name the company. I'm sure they're fine, I, I, but – I mean, first of all, my house, I'm wedged between uh, two taller houses. I get literally five minutes of sunshine a day. So I, you know, he's telling me, oh, you're, you're, I'm looking at him. No, no, I'm not. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, see, now, not, now, my sales guy was good. He told me flat out, somebody's going to come out. They're going to take a look at the house and make sure we can pull this off. Oh, wow. See, my guy was, uh, oh, he was like but a poor I man's to, Alec Baldwin from Glengarry Glen Ross. Like this guy, he was yeah, overly see, aggressive. No, and they didn't there. come to me. I went to them. Oh, okay. So that's I went to okay. them because my na- my next door neighbor, you know, the Whites, they got um they got their solar panels. Um, you know, great people. And they got their solar panels. So I was asking them some questions like, Oh yeah, this, this, is this. Started calling around, checking out the laws, and I called the Trinity guys. It's like, hey, let's talk about this because um, you know, it's just resellability, things like that. And they came out and they were great, honestly. Well, that's good to hear. I mean but, uh... I will say, I've had your experiences with certain pest control companies. Don't name. And it's I don't like get sued. Oh, certain pest control companies. Okay, certain. And, right. And you know, it's like, hi, just wanted to talk about your pest control issue, and I'm like, no, thanks, I'm good. And, you know, and it's like, well, I'm just saying, you know, your window over here might be cracked. I'm like, no, I'm good. And by the time, by the third time, I have to say no. The f bombs start dropping. 
Well, yeah, that's what I didn't get. I, you know, I mean, I'm on Hawthorne Avenue in Derby. It's a busy street, so there's people by all the time. And hey, look, I, you know, I've knocked on people's door cold plenty of times. You know, somebody gets shot in the street. I've gone, yeah. hey, what's your neighborhood? What's what do you think? You know, you do those stupid reporter questions. Uh, yeah. So I've done that. I get it. Like I, I always give people the time. I never, I don't hide. I'm somebody. A lot of people. I'm a politician who gets by on door to door knocking. That's the number one reason I did okay. Right. right but in I, the last, you I, know, relatively well for Democrats in the last elections because I knocked a bunch of doors. But some of these and, these door to door guys, the and, and this the, the solar guys specifically. Actually, I had a, another guy about uh, you know switch from UI as your energy supplier. I just don't come on now. If I tell you yeah, no, just, just that's it. Because I started to think, like, this guy was so aggressive with me, and I got my dog, I got a new kitten I'm trying to keep, I'm trying to hold the cat so it doesn't jump out, you know, it's not an outdoor cat. Uh, you know, and no, I guess cats shouldn't be outdoor at all anymore. I'm thinking, this guy is just trying to distract me, because he was being so ridiculous, as clearly, I w- and it was like 12 degrees out, too, that's the other thing. Yeah. I was thinking, he was, he must have somebody going around the back of my house to steal my snowblower, like, out of my garage or something, because all I was thinking was like, is my garage closed? This is so odd. It's because it gave and me that, it gave me that case. type of feeling where I'm like the hairs the are going case, up. They're going up on the back of my neck. That is that is wrong. So, yeah. And even in the best case, it's like okay, I understand you're going for commission, but I understand what you're going through, and I'm trying to do this. I'm working so hard so I don't get shamed in public. So I I get it, but at the same time, you gotta know when people say no. And I'll end this note because my wife just texted me about dinner. But okay, yeah, I'll that's I'll end this fine. note with a, good. with a funny story from the campaign trail. The very last door I knocked on the last weekend before the election, um, I'm up in you know one of the one of the hilly areas of Seymour, and I knocked on a door. Now I don't use, I've said before I don't use the software that they give you, so I don't know whose door I'm really knocking on. And a gentleman opens the door, and we you know we know each other from basketball, and I'm not going to say we're hostile, but you know we don't really get along that well. <laughs> Okay. And would you throw him an elbow or something like that in a game? No, we're no, okay. we're just personalities. Okay. And he's making dinner because it's that time of night. It's dark outside. You know, I don't have my car with me. I'm just walking around Seymour, knocking on doors. He looks down at he he looks at me. I look at him. He looks down at my, the walk cart that I have, and we both at the same time just said nope. Oh wow. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he said nope, nope, not interested. I said nope, nope, we're good. He closed the door. I walked away. That was the vi- that was the house. The last door I knocked before the election. <laughs> Perfect way to end it. Hey, but uh, I guess you turned out all right. And if you want to see Chris Bowen, he'll be appearing uh, when this post tonight at the Seymour Border Selectman meeting. Which, That's smart. Uh, oh yeah, when tomorrow when this post goes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah this will be up. So uh, yeah, Tuesday the twenty first. Civic engagement. Yeah, or and, watch it the next day on YouTube. All right, and I'd ask you questions about the meeting, but you got to go and I got to go because my wife actually came down and was mouthing something. I Either my house is on fire or my dog ran away. It could be either one of those. Either way, so. it's bad news, yeah. and we both need we both need the answer to our uh, significant others. All right, Chris. Thank you so much for doing this, and I'll talk to you soon. You got it, brother. Take care. Our lives. Post-literation, critical reading, dumbed-down nation.
Still have a fans with 